as, as we move into the second week of our uh, Christmas Dilemma series, uh, today we're going to look at the story of, uh, of Mary uh, in Luke chapter 1. Uh, as, as you'll find in, in all these uh, stories that, that we will look at through this season, uh, each and every person is faced with the dilemma. Uh, of course, the birth of Christ um, gives each and every one of us a dilemma uh, because we have to choose what we're, what we're going to do, what we're going to believe. But one constant that we will find in each and every one of these stories is this, that God is at work. Uh, Henry Blackaby, uh, the writer of Experiencing God, uh, famously said this. He said, find out where God is at work and join him. Uh, But for this young teenage girl named Mary, she didn't have to go looking for where God was at work because God sent his messenger, one of his holy angels, Gabriel, to invite her to be a major role in his work. After this encounter, uh, Mary would be faced with a situation or a problem, uh, a dilemma. But in this dilemma, she said yes. We find Mary's story in Luke chapter 1, looking at verses 26 through 38. So let's go there and and read uh, God's holy word and see how he is at work and how Mary responds to this dilemma. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at this saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child will be born, will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is in the sixth month with her, who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Let's pray. 
Father, you are so good. And, and Lord, as, as we read your word this morning and as we meditate upon it and we fix upon it, God, uh, your, your majesty is great. So, Father, we ask that, that, that you would speak uh, your spirit of truth into our hearts and our lives this morning. Uh, and, Lord, that, uh, that, that you would fill this place with your Holy presence. Lord, that we would uh, ask forgiveness of, of our trespasses and, and just receive you today. Lord, we pray that this would just be a precious time that the church gets together and listen and praise your holy name together. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mary gives us uh, only two lines here. Uh, The first is, how will this be since I am a virgin? That's that's an important question, isn't it? Uh, I mean, she is wondering what, how, how, why, what, what is this going to do? And this is awesome for us as we see, because we see Mary in her humanity here. Uh, she was just like us, and, and, and she, it, being just like us, it had thoughts and, 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 and reasons in her mind, and, and, and that just didn't make much sense to her so so she was searching for the truth and 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 we should always be searching for the truth we should be uh questioning and and testing someone and their and and what they are saying to us is it the truth is is it what god is 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 calling us to know and do and and this is exactly what mary does here uh, when she is present, presented with this dilemma, uh, her response is one, well, uh, I, I need to figure this out. And then her response in, in, in being told the truth and receiving the word from the holy angel is, behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be according to me. Now, this response is a response in believing the word of God revealed unto her. And her answer to believing the word of God is a complete and a heartfelt and a resounding yes. Yes. She was saying yes to being a part of God's will and his work. But she was also saying yes to the hardship, the dilemmas that were going to be coming upon her. Uh, She knew in saying yes that that this was going to bring great distress to her life. There were going to be great things that would come upon her, that there would be people around her that would unreasonably attack her and cast a... a, um, uh, insults her way, not understanding and being misunderstood. There would be hardships everywhere she went. The 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 gossip and and the behind the back speaking of her would go out before her. So everywhere she went, there there would be people who were were in these corners gossiping about her. She knew that these these things were going to be, but yet she still said. Mary knew that it was coming 
And she saw the trouble that this was going to to be because she was betrothed. That, mean, that means she was she was already considered under the law to be the wife of Joseph. In that time, the law, uh, when the betrothal uh, time came, the law already said, you guys are married. And you're recognized in the law as being married. Let me ask you, ask us today, do we have any 12 to 16 year old ladies here this morning? I don't want to embarrass you, but if you're 12 to 16 in that age range, would you stand up for just a moment? I, I thought Joe Bob was about to stand up and I was, no, that's not the way to go. All right. Anybody 12 to 16, stand up. Go ahead. Thank you. That almost was embarrassing. Look at those ladies. Aren't they beautiful? All right, give them a hand. Thank you, ladies. Sorry, didn't mean to embarrass you. But think about this. Think about this. Mary was in this age range. This young lady was presented with this dilemma in her young age, she was visited by the angel. And in this time, Mary was preparing to be married. You know, as we looked at Joseph last week and, and we saw him and, and, and the, the, this time period and, and what he was doing, he was preparing for this marriage. He was making provision for this new home, his home and his wife to begin a family with his thing. So all the preparations were being made and Mary is doing the same thing. She, she, she is focused on, on, on preparing her new life with, with, with a, a husband and a family, and, and, and there's going to be, in, in the future sometime, there's going to be a, a great feast and a festival and a ceremony. All the invitations have been sent out, and, and the people are expecting to be coming to this great wedding feast. And now this. This was not going to be easy to explain. <laughs> Amen? But Gabriel greeted her in verse 28 by saying this, O favored one. O favored one. The word usage right here in the original language, and I'll botch this up, but you can, you can, you can get it for me later, is... Kich orit omene. The only other time this word is used in the New Testament is in Ephesians 1 6. Ephesians 1 6. And Ephesians 1 6 says this To the praise of his glorious grace. And that is the word right there. Glorious grace is, is translated to. With which he has blessed us in the beloved. Now what, what Paul is, is teaching us here is, is, is the favored one is under the glorious grace. 
glorious grace. That glorious grace is, is freedom from sin. It's, it's freedom from spiritual death. It, it is grace that is freely given to, to those who believe in the Lord. It, it is grace that, that is only can be given by God. It, Mary, along with every follower of God who believes in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, finds this glorious grace. And it is not anything that she did to receive this grace. It's nothing that we did to receive this grace. But God gives this grace, this amazing grace, freely to those who believe in him. God's grace. God's amazing grace is freely given. It's a free gift to those who receive it. Amazing grace is not earned, but is received. And it is when it is received truly by a person, then that person wants to join in where God is working wants to be a part of what God is doing. Mary moved from from this troubled greeting and trying to receive what was happening here to to seeking the truth and questioning uh, what was happening here to then believing and giving her resounding yes. Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. It's a good verse. Mary was not paralyzed by her emotions. She wasn't paralyzed by her fears. She wasn't crippled uh, in not moving forward, but she went forward with strength because the word of God had strengthened her to do what she couldn't do on her own. The word of God is our strength. It is our shield. It is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. God's will on a person to do something will never be contrary to what his word has said. What his word says reigns true in our lives. So, so, so it's no coincidence that, that people who hear God's word, hear God's calling the most, are people who have immersed themselves in God's word, who know God's word and, and are, are regular in God's word. They're living it and being a, letting it be a part of their lives. God works through his word. It's been said that God's phone number is this. Go ahead and write it down. J-E-R-3-3-3. Referring to the scripture, Jeremiah 33-3, which says, Call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Now listen, my friends. God has declared his glory. 
God, God, God has declared his glory. Uh, we see it in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the weather, the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth, the mountains, the trees. We, we see his glory. He has declared it to us through his word and his, in, in his precious word. He's also declaring it to, to us through people, his people who are declaring the truth. He's revealed himself to us, he, and he is drawing himself to us. But it is, but once you believe in him, understand this, recognize this, know this, claim this. Once you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and as your Lord, as your Savior, you have full access to God. Yeah, it is, it is apparent why, why Paul said, pray without ceasing. You have this glorious gift to go before the, the King of kings and Lord of lords, the God Almighty, and, and, and spend time with him. It's Psalms 119, 9 through 10 says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my, with my, my whole heart, I... Seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. You know, we are prone to wonder. We are prone to, to go away. We are prone to our own things, our own pride, our own things. But how do we keep ourselves straight? By being with God, by, by searching and seeking Him. And He, and, and, and engulfing ourselves in His Word, in His presence, in His work. When we do that, we follow His commandments. We're not perfect. We're not going to be perfect. But when we immerse ourselves to go, God's way and follow his laws, guess what? You're going to get blessings. The commandments are not telling us these things that you can't do. God gave us the commandments to follow those because he wants you to be blessed. He wants you to have a blessed life. And in that blessing, when you follow the blessing and we follow God's instructions, you will find hope, peace, joy, and all these things that are that there is no understanding to. No matter what situation you're in, no matter who comes after you, no matter who's talking bad about you, when you have hope and peace and joy in God and you love him and you rejoice in him, they can't touch you. There's this glorious grace when you're with God. But not only is there this blessing when you follow him and do what he says, not only do these blessings come upon you, but you become a blessing. Any people want to be a blessing today? When you search for God with all your heart, when you enter into that relationship, when you allow him to guide your path, when, when you submit unto him and his commandments, the blessings comes upon you, but you become a blessing. Over the last couple of weeks, we've heard some uh, great testimonies. I've lo- loved each and every person who came up and, and gave testimonies over the Sunday night classes that we've had and how they, they, they talked about how it was a blessing unto them, but also those people have been a blessing to us. Amen. That's what, that's, what, that's what God's church is supposed to be. Uh, just this last Wednesday night, we heard another uh, testimony from a, a church member, and, and what she said, she was, she, she was just pouring out how, how grateful she was of, of her church and, and them pouring into her. And by her saying that, she poured into us. We're to be together. Listen, my friends, uh, do not let Satan 
separate you from the pack. I mean, you guys have all seen um, the Discovery Channel, right? <laughs> you, you've all seen you've all seen the the scenes where the predators are stalking their prey. All right, they, you see, you see them go after, uh, and who do they go after? Do do, do they go after the strong? Do, do do they go after the herd? No, no, they go after the ones that are weak, the ones that are sick, or the ones that have gotten lost. Right, and, they, and what happens when they go there and they find there and they search out these that have drifted away from the the herds is then they pounce on them, and when they pounce on them, as the Bible tells us, Satan does. He's there just to steal, kill, and destroy. But I love the Discovery Channel because not only does it show the predators going after the weak ones. But sometimes it shows the herd coming and rescuing one that's being attacked. Have you ever seen the water buffaloes and the, and, 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 and the pride that's after this one water buffalo and, and then he, all of a sudden you see other water buffaloes come in and just bust in, kicking and screaming and button, and, and guess what happens to the, that, those lions that get hit? They get to stepping real quick. They run away real quick when the herd comes to rescue. Folks, that is what we're called to be a part of. In the kingdom of God, we're... we're <laughs> We're called to, to be there for one another. We're called there to lift one another up. We're called there to, to be blessed by others, but also to be a blessing to others. This world, is, it's so easy to get off course. In this world, it's, it's so easy to, 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 to go astray But with God and his people that truly love one another, there's strength, there's power. And I, it, it is clear that God wants us to join in with him in the kingdom, kingdom work. We know this, but along with this comes struggles. And, and, and some, of, some of us, a lot of times, are, are unhappy because we're struggling against what God wants us to do. And, and instead of, of going and, and being a part of, of where God is and, and what God is working, we're spending our times trying to kick down the doors that he's already closed. Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8 says this, Ask it and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks, it will be opened. 
the counsel from Jesus here is, is not necessary that we just must follow the path of least resistance, but rather it means that we should be proactive in trying to discern what the, through our circumstances, what God is leading us to. Sometimes in our hardship, uh, God is closing those doors. And, and sometimes he is leading us in our hardships to open doors. Is, is there a path that is seems to be opening to you, then you need to follow it. Are, are there going to be hurdles? Are there going to be dis, uh, difficulties? Uh, of course. And in that, in those difficulties, God may be closing certain doors. But when he closes a door, guess what? He opens another one. As long as the circumstances do not lead us into temptation or, be, or are contrary to God's word, we are to humble ourselves and keep moving forward in the faith. We are to go where God is at work and we are to join him. We are to be growing and working and being a blessing and being blessed. David gave some of the great, greatest instructions when it comes to discerning God's, uh, God's will in Psalms 37.4. Psalms 37.4. Uh, this, this has just become a, a, a life verse for me. It says this, Delight yourselves in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord. That's a great verse. My friends, God has created us for a purpose. God God has different tasks that he wants us to do throughout our lives, but God has created us for the purpose. And, And the main purpose in which God has created us for is this. Are you ready? It's to worship. It's to worship him. And, and, we, and we don't just worship on, on Sunday mornings. We, just, we don't just worship when we, we put in a, a, a CD of worship songs. We worship by being in relationship with him. We worship him when we go before him in prayer and, and fall on our faces before him and say, God, you are all my almighty king. I love you. Uh, please help me in all that I'm doing. We worship him when we surrender ourselves to what he wants us to do. That is true worship. A person who delights himself in the Lord is a person who is full of grace and recognizes God's work in them and wants to join God in his workings. Of course, we all have our our different desires, our different passions, our different dreams. But for us, And to be God's people, we have to align ourselves with him. We need to seek his face. We need to love him because he first loved us. We need to move. And as we move forward, what God is continuing to show me is this. As you move forward in him and love him and follow him, then he orchestrate your desires and put it into the plan of the kingdom. Mary said, Behold, 
I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your words. Let me ask you, are you there? Can can you say those words? Lord, behold, I am your servant. Let my life be according to your word. Have you come to that place where you can say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Or are you going to continue to try to keep God in your box? Brothers and sisters, no matter how hard you try, you can't keep God in a box. So when you turn to God, when you follow God, know this. There's absolutely nothing impossible for God.